1: And in the money that keeps stacking Got a honey who come with elite fashion She too fine, I tell her that thing magic You ain't a hustle, you broke, what well that seems
2: tragic Got a catch in the field like deep passes I tell her plug, if it's sticky, then please
1: bag it I need the best, cause I grew up neat madness need a Matt Burger, need mercy so heavy it might hurt me might hurt. extra kill, that extra seal. Whoa. Whoa. buffalo money need extra bills i so much i got a breakfast deal. Uh-huh. I put moms vac- what is going on everybody it's your boy Jay Spencer king we are back we are back for the chop up it is wednesday and i'm excited to be here my man Steros for the girls is going to be just a tad bit late so he'll be popping in here any moment uh Antoine is on vacation Last week I was on vacation, so I'm gonna hold it down until I get Steros in here. We gonna, um, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna kick it with y'all in the comments. I see my man Papa Ron is in the building. I see uh, Chris Richard Rush is in here like always. I appreciate y'all so much. Um, it's been a, it's been a real good. Oh my man Daryl Domes is in the building. Uh, but look. It's been a busy off-season. I took a week off, so I finally was able to catch up on some stuff. So I just wanted to get y'all opinion on some things, and I wanted to talk about a couple things. So uh rock with me in the comments here. But one of the first things that I wanted to kind of talk about, y'all know my love for Cam Newton. And y'all know that, uh <laughs> obviously, I, I, I'm at the point now where I feel like Cam is done. I feel like Cam is done. However, a couple weeks ago, Cam had his own like little private—he had a, a private— Workout for NFL teams really it was it was more so for it was a college you know they were it was a pro day for one of the college programs I believe Auburn I can't I can't remember but he put on this this pro day he comes up now he's talking about on his show uh well first at the pro day he's like look ain't 32 people better than me there ain't 32 people better than me I call cap. I, I feel like at this point, and y'all know how much I love cam. I love cam so much. I wore a Patriots Jersey, but at this point, I feel like cam is done right now today. He releases his podcast where he says that, you know, he's even willing to be backup. Josh Allen was on that list. Hold on. Let me pull it up. Cause I was looking at it prior to, and I'm just like, you know, this is, this is pretty wild to me. He said he's willing to back up Deshaun Watson, Sam Howell, uh, Malik Willis, Justin Fields, Tua Tungavailoa, Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, Lamar Jackson, Aaron Rodgers, and then he mentioned some rookies. Look, I'm going to tell you what, I don't, I, I'm, I've, I've been a CAM supporter this entire time. When uh, they lost the Super Bowl, I was one of the guys pounding on the table saying, you know, who gracefully loses a Super Bowl while you're listening to the celebration. Like don't nobody want to sit there and take dumb questions. Uh, Now I get it. You have to, it's part of your, it's part of the game, your media, you know, you have to have the media availability. You talk after the game. I get it. I I get all these other things that he's kind of I guess had issues with. People think that he was selfish. People called him different things. All of that being said, there comes a point when you just have to be honest You have to be honest. So where I'm at when I'm coming about this situation, I I figure if Cam Newton is willing to be a backup, fine. Do I want him as a backup on the Buffalo Bills roster? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. There's nothing about Cam Newton that to me spells that he's even a decent quarterback at this point. The last time we saw Cam Newton in a football jersey, um, he did nothing for the Carolina Panthers. The time prior to that when we saw him in New England, he was not, it, it was not impressive. It was not impressive. And I'd be honest with you, if there was any other quarterback in the one game against Buffalo when they were in Buffalo, we we won that game last minute. Uh, we got a fumble. Cam Newton, if we if if they would have had Mac Jones in that game, they would have won the game. And that's saying a lot because y'all know how I feel about Mac Jones. Y'all know how I feel about Mac Jones. It's time for Cam to sit down. It's time for Cam to sit out. My man, Richard Russ says he'll pass on the Cam Newton talk. And I'm with you. My man, Ralph says, you know what? Cam is right. There aren't 32 better. There's 64 better. <laughs> you know, uh, Sarah says the goal of a backup is to never have them see the field. And that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. But at the same time, if the backup has to see the field, I don't want it to be somebody who can no longer throw the ball past 10 yards. And that's not a knock on Cam. It's the truth about Cam. I love Cam Newton. I'm one of the, listen, I guarantee you, I'm one of the biggest Cam Newton fans you'll see. But like I said, there comes a time when you have to be honest about where you are as a player, where you are as a person. My man Daryl says, Josh ain't letting go of Kyle Allen. That's his homie. No matter who the backup is, though, Kyle, Cam, whoever, I hope he never plays. And I agree. I agree. I, I hope that we never see Cal uh, Allen. Uh, I was hoping that last season we didn't see. Like, I don't want to see any backup when you have Josh Allen as your quarterback. So this is why it's imperative. Like, this is so important for Brandon Bean this year to actually focus on the offensive line in the draft. Focus on wide receivers. You say wide receivers? That's not protecting Josh. What well, is? I posted a clip today on Twitter where the Bills played against Washington and if you go back and you look at all of the all of the offensive plays that josh allen had out there the ball came out quick he was precise even if the offensive line was trash i'm not saying they were trash but even if the offensive line was trash it didn't matter because he got the ball out so quickly you're not going to get to josh allen in two seconds 1.5 seconds two seconds so if that's the case Get me some better receivers that can run some routes, that can get open, that can create separation, to where Josh can be precise and he doesn't have to be super Josh every time. And then when those moments happen, when you need Josh to scramble and you need Josh to do some things, then we can we can worry about that. But as of right now, I don't. I, you know, I'm I'm focused on, I'm hoping that Brandon Bean will spend some of that draft capital, or if he's going to trade or whatever he's going to do, because it's still the off season. I want to see him do some things that will help Josh Allen take another step forward. He's a great quarterback. I don't need him to take a step forward as far as his ability. I need him to take a step forward. The clip that I posted today is one of my favorite games. Obviously, you know, we blew Washington out, right? But that's not the reason why. If you go back and look at at the video I posted, I'm telling you, the whole offense seemed to flow in a way that you're just not used to. This past season, we didn't see the team flow like that in any game. I would say maybe with the exception of the game against Tennessee, week two against Tennessee, the Bills looked just unbeatable. They looked dominant. That's what I'm used to seeing. Prior, that's what I want to see. But after that Titans game, it it seemed like there was a lot of confusion on offense. It seems like I know uh, Daryl mentioned to me earlier that the UCL injury that Josh suffered typically it it causes people to have issues. Throwing the ball short and precise. Strong, quick passes. So we saw Josh kind of, I guess, throw it a little bit deeper. I don't know. I didn't research the injury. Uh this was some D, if you can put that in the comments, I'll kind of read what, what your research was on it. But for me, I feel like, regardless of what it was, the receiving core. I know Stefan Diggs came out today and he said that the Gabriel Davis in his in his head, his ceiling for Gabriel Davis is wide receiver one. I feel like Isaiah McKenzie, Gabriel Davis. Um, We didn't get to see enough of Khalil Shakir for us to have this real conversation about it. But Isaiah Hodgins early on before he was cut and let go. um, You know, you you look at the receiving core that we had after Stephon Diggs, and it just wasn't comparable to the season before. Emmanuel Sanders, granted, he got older and he, you know, he got injured quick. Fine. Fine. But when when he was in there healthy for the beginning part of the season, you saw that offense roll in a way that we didn't see at all last season. You saw Josh Allen spreading the ball out to Diggs, to Sanders, to Beasley. You saw everybody getting the ball. Hell, you saw Zach Moss making some plays. And if you see Zach Moss making some plays, then you know something's happening. Something is happening. Jimmy says, please give Josh some protection and a great running back. I, I, I can't tell you how much I would hope and pray that Brandon Bean um, makes that a priority. I can't tell you how much I hope he makes that a priority. Ralph says, if the Rodgers deal falls through, the Jets could sign Cam. i tell you what, I stick with what I got if I'm out there in New York, if I don't get Aaron Rodgers. Instead of getting Cam, I would stick with what I got. I will keep Zach Wilson. Or, I mean, why not take a shot at Lamar Jackson? Why not call up the Ravens? And really, I would call the Ravens before I would sign Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is one of the greatest quarterbacks in NFL history. He's probably if if I'm gonna if I'm gonna rank all time quarterbacks, to me he probably falls around four. All time. Probably falls around four or five. And I get that, but at this stage of his career, how many years do you think you're going to get out of, you know, h- how many years do you really think that you're going to get out of Aaron Rodgers at this point? And granted, last year he wasn't the greatest. My man Jesse would say that he probably had that thumb injury that kind of caused some issues with the way he performed. But all I see is tape. Josh Allen had a UCL injury and we still had the second best offense in the league. So for me, if you're playing, I get it. You know, you you have the fan bases can come up and say, hey, we can we can use this as an excuse. I don't want to use it as an excuse. If you're healthy enough to play, then I need you to perform. Victor says, don't jinx Lamar on the Jets. Oh, hell no. Listen, I'm not trying to jinx us. What I'm saying is, if I'm the New York Jets, if I'm the New York Jets, I'm not I'm not willing to give up draft capital. I'm not willing to give up draft capital on a guy that I probably will have, like my man Richard Rush says, for two years max. You're going to have Aaron, and, and who's to say that he won't come over there now and then retire after this year? He's been flirting with retirement for the last three years, flirting with going to different teams for the last six years. He's not happy. He doesn't like the the receiving core. Okay, so you complain about the team. You complain about the way they don't draft players and they don't get good wide receivers. You complain about all of that. Then now you give the Jets this list and you have the Jets basically bringing over every single receiver from the Green Bay Packers. And by the way, I personally think the team that the New York Jets have truly is a quarterback away. They have very good receivers. Last year, they had the AFC Rookie of the Year on offense. They have a phenomenal running back who would have been the Rookie of the Year had he not torn his ACL. They have a very good team over there. Am I going to put all that trust into Aaron Rodgers or am I going to say, let me trade two first-round draft picks and go get Lamar Jackson? I know if I'm a GM, I'm going to go for the guy that's younger who also is an MVP who can throw the football, but didn't really get the opportunity to to show that as much in the NFL because of his offensive coordinator. And for bills fans who want to say, no, we can't go on that. We can't Lamar Jackson can't throw. I know. I see all the comments. Some people just hate on Lamar for what it is. Do y'all not remember what it was like when we had the same offensive coordinator in Buffalo.
0: Support for this show comes from Sylvan learning as a parent and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S Y A N $29.com. I'm
1: gonna bring my man Sterls in to get his to get his thoughts on all of this. Sterls, I'm talking about I'm talking about the Jets right now. I started off talking about Cam. Okay. And so Cam came out today and said that. You know what? I am willing to be a backup quarterback. I'm willing to back up. And he had a list of quarterbacks, Deshaun Watson, Josh Allen Tua, uh Lamar. He, he, so he listed a ton of places. And then okay. somebody the said, well, if they don't if the Jets don't get. Don't get your boy Aaron Rodgers, they should probably sign Cam. I'm sure they were being sarcastic and funny. But then I said, look, if I'm the Jets, I don't even want I, I don't want Cam Newton. The Cam hasn't looked good in a uniform. He's looked good. Like the dude, he looks good, but he hasn't played well in the uniform since when? We haven't seen him play well since his first stunt in Carolina. Because he didn't look good as a Patriot. He didn't look good this last time as a Carolina Panther. So now you're talking about the New York Jets. If I'm the Jets, why am I going to spend draft capital on Aaron Rodgers when he's maybe going to give me two years? Maybe going to give me two years. When I can go and get an MVP... Right, who's young, who can, whatever offense you put him in, he's gonna thrive. And then I just you came in now where I'm talking about how you know you get the hate where people saying oh, he can't throw the ball, Lamar can't throw the ball outside the number. He's not the okay. We all remember Greg Roman as an offensive coordinator, but what are your thoughts as far as what you you think as far as um a with the Jets, would you would you go with Aaron Rodgers still at this point? Because I feel like they're still like they're playing chess out here when. At, at, everybody thought this thing should have been done weeks ago. Still not done, probably waiting to the draft. What are your thoughts on this?
2: Yeah, I mean, we've been talking about this on the Chop Up for the past few months, in with Antoine. Uh, the In my opinion, the Jets, it, it seems almost asinine for the Jets to be even interested in Aaron Rodgers. Knowing where your young franchise is, you got a lot of good young pieces, so you're going to have to either part with some of that and then mm-hmm. still give up draft picks to draft Aaron Rodgers, who... We don't know if he's like going to play a year or two, right? And then you know you you've already dealt with kind of a an unfortunate situation with Zach Wilson and his lack of leadership, him being so young, etc. Saying things in the media to the team that he probably shouldn't. Now you're going to bring in the king of you know dysfunction and in a sense like toxicity. I mean, mm-hmm. why would you sign up for that? So I think uh, people get so uh, being uh, caught up in the moment with Lamar Jackson, they try to put you know. It's like he's super incredibly good, and I don't understand why we even have to defend him. We shouldn't have to defend Lamar Jackson. I know, like, in Buffalo, the Bills seem to have their number, but Lamar Jackson is still a top-ten quarterback, Mm -hmm. and and it's not even close. Like, he could do things that – he is a numbers changer. He could do things that not many quarterbacks in this league can do. He's probably one of one in his running ability, let's be honest, like the way he does it, right? I mean, yep. that's he's taking 10 to 11 design runs a game. Now it's catching up to him, but that's because of, you know, the system that he's in and how they deploy him, right? But mm-hmm. in terms of throwing the football, you don't get him a number one wide receiver. So his number one wide receiver is Mark Andrews, who is a tight end, by the way. Well, we could say, well, Patrick Mahomes has Travis Kelsey, but he also had Tyreek Hill for a long time. Right. So Mark Andrews and what else? Like it's bad. So if you take Mark Andrews out, if you just put their wide receiver group, just rank them. They're in the bottom, bottom tier of the league. They're not even sniffing the the twenties. They're 30, 31, 32. They're probably the worst receiver core in the league. And then he has a running back. That's good, but he's hurt all the time. And JK Mm -hmm. Dobbins, what is the man supposed to do?
1: And then, you know what? You, You mentioned that wide receiver room. They're probably they're probably just as bad as the bills were Josh's rookie year as far as receivers. And that's so, so bills fans, if, if, if you remember Josh's rookie year, our number one wide receiver was Kelvin Benjamin. Mm -hmm. That that's, that's the type of receiving core. Remember when everybody uh, thought Robert Foster was about to be the next wide receiver one, like this is, this is the type of roster. and, And I mean, no disrespect to, to, you know, the Ravens, they have some guys who could probably be key pieces on a good team. Right. But but the way they're built, none of those guys are wide receiver ones. None of them. None and, we, of
2: them. and we also have to keep in mind that they traded their best offensive lineman in Orlando Brown during mm-hmm. the Lamar Jackson era. And then Ronnie Stanley got hurt. Right. And then they had other injuries on the offensive line. And then, you. oh, by the way, Ben Powers, they let him go as a free agent. And I mean, it's like, and then, and then, what's so frustrating to me is the Ravens are talking about. Yeah, we're looking at Odell Beckham. What, what is he gonna do? What is Odell <laughs> Beckham gonna like? Like Lamar's? Gonna, oh yeah, that's my dog. Like, yeah, yeah. This is Odell Beckham. The Giants drafted great, but Odell Beckham now? Are you kidding me? Like, man, it sounds like LeBron and the Lakers trying to get all these has-beens to come hoop. LeBron looking at them like, what is this?
1: It's just huh? it's, it's just it's laughable, man, because like you said, so you now if you would if you would have kept Hollywood Brown and then you add a Odell Beckham Jr. to go along with, you know, your all pro tight end and Mark Andrews. OK, now you're on, you're starting to right. be on to something. Right. Like, you don't have something yet, but you're starting to get <laughs> on to something. So right now at this point, it's just like, man, y'all got to draft somebody. Y'all got to draft somebody good if you're going to bring in a Lamar, uh, you know, if you're going to get Lamar Jackson back and then bring in an Odell Beckham Jr., you also need to draft a stud. Like, it just is what it is. And at this point, um, I even see the negative reports about Lamar as far as, like, now it's like, oh, well, he being selfish. He this, he that. No, listen, if anybody is selfish, to me, it's the organization. Yeah. You expect this guy to run his body into the ground. You're calling these designed quarterback run plays for him, getting him popped Game after game, yeah. Game after game, and then now he didn't want to. He didn't want to come back from injury too early. Oh, he's he saw if he didn't really want to. Or how about no? Y'all give me my bread. If I'm gonna keep putting my body on the line, y'all need to pay me.
2: Hey, don't this remind you of a a a great philosopher has a song called "We Off That"? Named Jay Z. (laughs) 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 Anything to help Lamar Jackson? We off that? Like we off that? We off that?
1: Because I mean, but it's true. It's so true. It's like, look, no, y'all, y'all keep talking that I'm supposed to be loyal to an organization that ain't loyal to me. Y'all keep talking like I'm supposed to put my body on the line when they not even putting money on the line for me. Y'all keep talking like I'm supposed to do this when they can't even get me a wide receiver that can catch the ball right. Matter of fact, before we get to the receiver, y'all keep talking like this while they give me an offensive coordinator that don't know how to really make me look like the quarterback that I am. Did, did we all forget that Lamar Jackson won the Heisman Trophy and he won it convincingly like the dude was a beast and it wasn't just. Run- yeah, he broke everybody's knees and ankles. He snatched ACLs across the league. Yeah, But the dude put the ball where it needed to be when he threw it. I don't know. Like you said, I don't even know why we have to defend him at this point.
2: Yeah, it, it's uh, Lamar Jackson in terms of uh, tight window throws. He's top five in the league let that sink in for you. So for them for people out there saying Lamar Jackson can't throw, uh you might want to go reevaluate that. He can do it. He can do it and he does it well.
1: Well, moving on. What's up, dog? It's been a it's been a minute. It's been a couple of weeks since I've seen you last week was vacation. I didn't get to start to show off like this with you cuz you know of cuz life. But what's up with
2: you? Oh man, I you know, as you know, I'm 40. It don't even, I don't even feel 40. I You're just, old, feel, I just feel, I just feel older, dog. You know, old, bro. I know, right. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the grays keep coming in, man. It's just, you know, it just, I'm just embracing it, man.
1: Yo, I was just saying, so I was looking through my, my, um, looking through my hair I, the salt and pepper is really coming through. Now, you know, the top, like I I die, like it'd be red and it's blue, and it's and I'm like, yo, I think I might cut my hair and let this salt and pepper thing actually come through. I've been thinking about it a lot. Are oh, you gonna go with it, huh? I think I'm gonna just go ahead and let it just go ahead and <laughs> cut that thing off and let the let the old salt, let the wisdom come through. You dig? Like yeah, and see, that's,
2: <laughs> that that makes it sound way better, you know. <laughs> that that's what they tell you, man. They they be like, uh, you know, 40 is the new 30. I'm like, the hell it ain't. It ain't even close, dog. It's forty. It's just, it's, it's forty. 40. It it's is forty, what it is, man.
1: <laughs> it's forty. I ain't even. I don't want to be thirty. I, you know, I ain't trying yeah. to act like I'm thirty no more. No, no. I'm my, I'm the age that I am. <laughs> That's yeah,
2: that. man. Yeah. My man
1: Roy said. Roy said I can't remember what it feels like to be forty. <laughs> <laughs>
2: God dang boy! But you know, turning forty was better than turning thirty. I was depressed when turn, I turned thirty, but 40 is good, man. It's good to be here. It's good to be back. I feel rejuvenated. Uh, I got a little piece I'm working on for BuffaloBrummers.com about a tale of of, uh, different draft teams from the 2018 draft and how, you know, those five teams that took a quarterback where they are today. So that's going to drop this week. So that'll be dope.
1: Well, yeah, I'm looking forward to it, man. I got some stuff that I'm actually working on too, as far as, um, before the draft, I know most people who do draft work, so like you, Sarah, Antoine, all y- y'all write a lot about prospects, and y'all write a lot about certain things. I'm gonna, I'm gonna write. A, I've been working on this article that has been taking me some time because I'm actually putting a whole lot of effort into it. But I want to talk about what the Bills need from not even from a a position of like holes, like Tremaine left. So yeah, we need a middle linebacker. But I'm talking about even people that we retained from last year areas that we're not as good as other teams in the league. Mm. How can we get better this upcoming season, whether we retain the same players or how do we improve in a draft or, or with what's left in free agency? I just think that um, there's certain, certain aspects of the bills, especially on offense that I think that because um, defensively, I'm going to be honest. I think that the bills are going to take another step forward. Um, we, we were a good defense last year, but I, I think, when you get Micah Hyde back, you know, I think that's going to, you know, part of the part of the issue that we have, for instance, that game against the Vikings, we don't lose that game if Micah Hyde is there. And that to me, like, I know it's, it's, it's a lot of hypotheticals. It's like, well, if, but I'm just telling you, if Micah Hyde is back there, Cam Lewis doesn't try to intercept that ball. I was just about to say that. And you know what I mean? Like, so yeah. we, we don't lose that game if we have Micah Hyde. I think Trey White is going to be a lot better this season. I think Trey White is going to be, um, you know, I don't know. I just, I just think the defense isn't going to be my biggest concern, although we don't have Tremaine. You know how I am. You know how I feel about Tremaine. I miss yeah, him already. Right, right, right. I, I miss him. I miss you, Tremaine. If you, if you hear this, I miss you, dog. Come back. Come back, man. Just renege on the contract. Just be like, nah, I don't want it. I want to go back to Buffalo? Just do it. He probably won't, ahead, but, <laughs> but the defense, the defense isn't my concern. I, I really think that the, that the offense um, has to, if, if Super Bowl conversations are not, I think, I think division wise, we're still, obviously we we've won a division now a few years in a row. So we're the top dog in the division, but I'm going to tell you what, the gap is closed, not the way you and Antoine were talking, but the gap is closed a bit when you're talking about the talent that the Miami Dolphins has brought in. If Aaron Rodgers goes to the Jets, the Jets had a vi- the, the defense that the Jets had. The defense caused the Buffalo Bills Probably. a lot of issues, mm-hmm. a lot of issues. And if they really had a quarterback over there, listen, we could have lost both games to the Jets. Right. So I think the, I think the, the gap has closed a bit to where, look, we have to do something to continue to, to push this forward. So. So, yeah, I'm working on some stuff, too, man. It's going to be a, it's going to be a good month for, for some content. You going to the draft.
2: Ah, uh, yeah, that's the plan. Yeah, okay, I'm ready. Hey, All but don't. But to back to your point though, um, doesn't it feel like you know you say the Bills probably gonna you think the Bills are gonna be better defensively, which I mean, middle linebacker is a big hole, and I don't know how they're gonna figure that out. But let's not be let's not be mistaken here. Like, I I understand what Tremaine Evans his effect on the field is. But teams lose players all the time, and figure it, figure it out. You know, you scheme it, you try to fill it with a, you know, with a player. And, and you know, as we get into this draft season, we're dead into it. We're close to the end, and we talk about Jack Campbell, we talk about Drew Sanders and Henry Toto and stuff like that. But I still feel like if the Bills are really serious about uh, being a contender for the Super Bowl, I think you probably should stock up on the offensive side of the ball whether that's O-line and receiver. Those are the two biggest needs that I see the Bills have on the offensive side of the ball. And if they don't do that, you know, I don't know. I feel like the defense will be better just because Sean McDermott has a play call. He's going to be a little bit more aggressive, right? Mm -hmm. I think that's going to – and I think with Kyrie Elam being a little bit better in zone coverage, we know he could play man. Trey White's going to be – Trey White toward the end of the season was a dog. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, playoff game, he was really good. Kyrie was the best player on the field, though, and that's impressive. So I, I think the defense is going to be good, and if they don't fill that linebacker hole, I'll be irritated, but I think you can go get a Zach Cunningham or you can go get a, another linebacker free edge as a stopgap for a year. Hell, I, even after the draft, you could probably trade for somebody. I mean, mm-hmm. we, we, we act like it's not possible, but it's possible,
1: right? Yeah, no, it's so, possible.
2: But they need, they need help on the side of the ball, man, and uh, I, it just feels like – you know, when you were gone last week, we, I did a we did a mock draft about, um, you know, I handicapped the guys that you you couldn't draft. You know, defense with the first with twenty seventh overall pick, and the Thank results you. were interesting. So uh, yeah. I, I think they need to go offense. I feel like the Bills are probably going to stock up on the defense. That's just what I feel. I hope I'm wrong, but you know, you could, people could try talking me off a ledge, but I just think it's grim.
1: Well, you know Sean McDermott and you know Brandon Bean. So, you know, knowing who who these guys are, they don't spend high draft capital on offense. Josh Allen was basically their high draft capital that they spent. I think they they spent the second round draft pick on Zay Jones and that was really before Brandon joined the team. Uh, But other than that, you know, Cody Ford, offensive lineman, we see how that went. Uh, But other than that, they've drafted defensive players heavy towards the top of the draft. And Um, I think I think the the thing is and we don't have to stay on this because I feel like we talk about every show, not just us. I feel like everybody, you know, pretty much has these conversations about what they think is right and wrong with the Bills. But I just feel like I I love Khalil Shakir. I I love him as I I think he's going to be good. But the thing is, we can't keep drafting guys in the fifth, sixth round, hoping to get second and first round um, production from them. You get what I'm saying, like so. Yeah. So for me, it gets to a point where it's like, no, I, I need you to draft a guy that's first or second round, so you can get first or second round production. I don't, I don't, I don't. Everybody's not going to be a Stefan Diggs where you're drafted right. in, a, in in the mid rounds, and they turn out to be a wide receiver one. That doesn't happen all of the time. So, um, you know, I'm just, I don't know. But let's let's move on. You earlier we we talked a little bit, we text and uh, kind of to prep for the show, and you wanted to kind of switch it up a bit kind of we, we always talk football we always talk i want to talk a little bit about some of the drama that's been going on this week with the the women's basketball championship first of all congratulations to lsu it was an impressive like first of all completely impressive outing by the team right um same thing with both teams really right caitlin first of all can i say that caitlin is a dog like she's a hooper dog she <laughs> bro the, the the type of shots
2: The difficulty, off the dribble, fading, I mean, unbalanced, different uh, release points. I mean, dude, she is a bucket. She's a bucket. You can't guard her.
1: Man, she out here looking like Stephanie Curry. You know what I mean? Like, she just out here.
2: Yeah. Crazy. They they picking her up full court, not half court. When she crosses Mm -hmm. half, they're picking up full court, and she's still dropping buckets like that. Like it's just she's 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 the best basketball women's basketball player I think I've ever seen.
1: You know yeah. what? I can't even I, I can't argue that. I'm gonna still go with my girl Candace Parker, but but I can't argue that.
2: Candace yeah. Parker
1: is different. She's different, bro. Yeah, she, she's she, different.
2: Candace can do it offensively and defensively. Yeah. Caitlin yeah. is probably the the best offensive player I think I've ever seen in a I'll give you sport that.
1: Sport. I think she's probably the best shooter I've ever seen in women's yeah. in, in any on any woman. Ah, uh, Daryl says she's old school, Larry Bird esque, and I would agree with that. She has that. It, it, she's she's a dope player. Um, I'm I'm really looking forward to to her future. You know, I, yeah. I can't wait to see what she does in her future. Uh, whether that's WNBA, whether she does uh the international sport or whatever it is. But but she's dope. Uh, but but let's talk a little bit about because you you wanted to talk about some of the yeah. drama that was going on, man. let let's get right into it.
2: Yeah. So you know the fact that we're talking about women's basketball is a good thing. Cause you know, just the fact that they're on the platform to be talked about the way it is, but it's like, we can never have a good thing, you know? Mm-hmm. So there's this, you know, there's this, this idea that, you know, Caitlin Clark, she, she talks her ish, you know what I'm saying? Like she, she's with, she's with the, you know, she's with it. Right. But you have, you know, the LSU tiger, their, their whole basketball team and they full of, they full of African-American women right and they swaggy it's it's louisiana like
1: mm-hmm.
2: when you i don't know you know people who they haven't been boosie. to they play boosie <laughs> in the locker room and they and they wit it they wit it and so people you know people like people talked about uh don and her south carolina gamecocks and how you know media was saying that they were ghetto and stuff like that well they've been saying the same thing about lsu this year and mm-hmm. uh so there's this thing where you know if caitlin does it like she like does the whole John Cena thing, and then Angel Reese does it? Well, they say wait, Angel wait, Reese wait. is classic.
1: Wait, real quick, classic, real quick. Sorry. Well, wait, real quick. I'm gonna let you finish your point, but can we can we stop calling this the John Cena yeah. thing? Yeah, because you because you know where it came from, right? Yeah. It's my dog, Tony Yayo. Shout out yeah. to 50 Cent. Shout out to G-Unit. Go ahead. I'm sorry.
2: But, but most people don't even know that Tony Yayo was the one. They that...
1: should, is what I'm yeah. saying. They should. What, what's, Shout that out video? To man, what's that
2: video where he's rapping, he's doing this? <laughs>
1: <laughs> getting it. He was getting it. <laughs> but go ahead, finish your point. I just I just had to throw that out there.
2: So in the in the championship game. So it was it was a semifinals with Caitlin Clark, where she did this whole thing. And she even waved off a chick that was at the three mm-hmm. point line. I said, I'm not even guarding you because you can't shoot. And it's arrogant. It's, it's arrogant. Right. I love it. So love it. Angel I, Reese I and them it. girls like, OK, we see you like we don't gonna, we don't we come in and we are gonna give it to you. Louisiana style, like all the boozy before the game. Like I don't want to talk to Jill Biden. They took. They said Jill Biden, you don't even need to come into the locker room. Did you hear about that?
1: I did. I did. Yeah.
2: So like, don't even come in here. We 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 bought that action. So they get out there, and it's a it's a good game. But LSU was banging them. You know, second half, toward the end of the game, you know, Angel Reese does this, and then she does this, and now ring. people are saying people are saying, well, that's classless, and it's like a double standard. So you got Caitlin Clark, who we lo- we just professed our love for Caitlin Clark. Yeah, for sure. But why is it a double standard when she does it, but when Angel Reese does it, she's ghetto and it's classless and it's this
1: and it's that. You know what? Before cause because that's something that I feel like is is spoken about or has been talked about all week now. And and we're gonna talk about it. But I feel like even a step a step back from that, if LeBron did it, if Steph Curry did it, we love that. You remember in the finals when when the the Cavaliers played against the Warriors, and LeBron looked down on him. And he was like, "Man, you small!" Like he just kind of had that arrogant look. Like you can't guard me, man. Like the year that him and Kyrie went off, like I think one game they both had like fifty-two or something crazy. Yeah, you know, like we love that energy in the NBA. We love that energy in the in in college basketball. We love it in the NFL. Last year, uh, um, I forget the guy, but one of the players from from the Packers got up and did that little silly dance that all the kids are doing now in front of, in front of uh, Justin Jefferson. You know what I mean? Like he got yeah. up to do it in front of him. We right. loved it though. Like, Oh, it's competition. They competitive. These guys are dogs. But then when, when, when ladies do it, when girls do it during, during the basketball is, it, is something. And I don't understand it, man. I love competition at the highest level. And to me, I'm going to tell you what, if I ever had a daughter and she was a top, uh, whatever, I don't care what the sport you play golf and you're the nicest golf player in women's professional sports when you think that you get that eagle I need you to go out there and, and just tell them you know what I mean like you can't see me on this yeah. you can't see me and I, I don't understand what the issue of it is um, and and I think so for me yeah I know I've been a supporter of of women rights women uh, you know I, I'm a supporter and not even just to you know how people simp, simp, not for that for me, I just feel like things should be equal. Keep the same energy across the board. If if it's cool for me to get out here and talk crazy, I want I want her to be able to talk crazy. You know what I mean? Like it, it's all competition, man. That's what sports is about. But to your point, I I, I get so tired of having the, the conversation about um you know racial discrimination or, or on any level. And now that you yeah. adding it you're adding the sexist or you're adding um you know, it's just sexism, the fact that we're talking yeah. about. Yeah. You know, but you add that to it, it, it seems even worse, but it's like, yo man, just let these, let these girls go out there and enjoy themselves. Let them enjoy the game. Let them hoop. I, I just, I don't, I don't understand it. I don't understand it. Yeah.
2: It's, it's uh, it's like, we can't have nice things, man. You know, and it is definitely is a level of sexism, we still struggle with women and earning like I'm in the profession of it, you know, uh, according to Gartner, there are, you know, Women are severely underpaid for doing the same job as men mm-hmm. in IT. And that's not just in IT. I'm just speaking of what I know. Um, we, we're seeing that. You know, there's this sexist idea that women are supposed to not be braggadocious, you know, and all this stuff. But these women are in the top when you're in college basketball at Division One, you're in the top five percent of collegiate women athletes playing that game. And you're competing and it's going to be you're in a, a stadium with 26,000 people and it's charged. It's like people are excited. Man. for it. Why can't they express themselves? So who cares if Kay- Caitlin Clark does what she does? But who cares if Angel Reese does what she does? The fact that we're talking about women's sports right now, I think it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. It's so dope. next year, both of those players will be back. And I, and I can't wait for them. I, I want them to go all out. Be who you are, man. Because when you, if you've never played a sport or if you've never been passionate about anything, which I don't think there's many people out there who aren't passionate about anything. We're all passionate about something. When you're passionate about it, man, you're going to show your emotions. And there's nothing wrong with that. There was nothing disrespectful that Caitlin Clark did. And there was nothing disrespectful that Angel Reese did in the LSU Tigers. So just let them have fun, man. Let them be collegiate athletes and I love the fact that Angel Reese is standing up for her team and her city saying yeah. you know what Jill don't try to backtrack now like you didn't even have us in the bracket coming out of Baton Rouge don't try to do it now and but then see, it's
1: like oh uh, you know what but see again I love that because yeah. for instance now as Bills fans right Bills fans we love the underdog angle so like when people don't believe in us when the media the national media didn't believe in us they like oh see okay so we like that right and so yeah. when when you see the the pregame speeches from Josh or you see the pregame speeches from whatever, then then it's like yeah we love that we the un- y'all don't believe in us we gonna show you. But but when LSU players come out and say no nah, no nah, y'all didn't even have us making it to the the Sweet Sixteen yet alone the champions yeah. No nah, we we cool off that it's a problem I, I just don't get it man. And like you said this I think it's a it's a major W. Uh, for, for women's athletics, not just basketball. I think it's a major W for women's athletics that we're having a conversation right now about uh, women's sports. Yeah. I, I've been a, a... So when I lived in Indiana, man, I had season tickets to the Indiana Fever. Uh, now that I live out here in Phoenix, I have season tickets to, you know, the, the Mercury. I, I love professional women's sports. I, and actually, I'm a little jealous right now because Vegas got the squad this year. I don't know if you keep up with the WNBA at all. Vegas got... Candace Parker went over there. They basically got like four first ra- first overall draft picks on their team right now, for this Man. season coming up. So it's it's basically it's, it's basically if KD, LeBron, you know, like it, you you yeah. just got it, it's that type of team. So it, it's it's about to be something. It's about to be something. But but no, it was. And I tell you what, one more thing about it, they they the women's bracket, the tournament overall this year was better than the men's. Yep. Yep. Every game that I watched this year from the women's bracket, I in, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Dude, They they the fundamentals are better. But now they start, like you mentioned, they starting to get that swag. They starting to get that, that energy where they got that attitude in it. And they can, I love it, bro. I love it.
2: Yeah, man. It's fun.
1: So I hope y'all watch um, the, for our listeners and, and the people in the comments. I hope y'all really do watch it, man. Because I'm telling y'all, if you don't, y'all missing out on some good Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm missing out on some good sports, man. Like when I say fundamentals, so I grew up, basketball is my first love. And, and like, you know, if, if you know me and you've ever been, I know you do, but if you've ever been around me and I start to get to talking about basketball and I'm talking about like when I was younger and the players I used to look up to and like when I used to play, like it, 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 I glow with it, man. So it's a different thing. So when I'm watching these women play and their fundamentals are on point, man, like they, they they're not as flashy. They don't they don't come out there and do 360 dunks through the leg and all that stuff. But I'm telling you, pinpoint passes, good pick and roll games, the shooting like the these women know how to play the game, man. And it's and it's dope to watch. It's dope to to see them winning right now. And I'm just I'm proud that like I'm seeing I'm I'm able to witness the woman's game take a step forward. You know what I mean? Like I, it's a beautiful thing for me to watch. I love it.
2: Yeah, when you talk about fundamentals, the I think women's basketball has always been more fundamentally sound than men's basketball. I think it's the men they just rely on more athleticism and stuff like that. Doesn't mean that one side is better than the other, but the, man, they're all fundamentally sound. They're just it's just good basketball, man. It's fun mm-hmm. to watch. And and if you, like you said, if you haven't done if you haven't watched it, you should probably go check out. Just go watch some Caitlin Clark highlights. Go watch some Angel Reese highlights. Go. Uh, some South Carolina highlights. I mean, these girls are hooping. They hooping right Nasty
1: now too. They hooping. B in the comments said Penny. She already know my dog Penny Hardaway. Man, if if it wasn't for them ACL injuries, I'm gonna just tell you right now. The way people talk about, um there's several players that I, I think deserve the praise that they get, but I think Penny often is is like forgotten yeah. in that conversation of great point guards and great basketball players. Penny was that dude, man. Like to me, he was. To me, Penny was supposed to be what, what Kobe was before Kobe was it. You know what I'm saying? When Shaq and Kobe – or when Shaq and Penny down in Orlando, let's not forget, they're the ones that – everybody talk about how Jordan never lost to, in the finals. Well, guess what? There was a year there where he lost before getting to the finals because it was Penny. Penny made it to the finals that year. Let's yeah. we, we ain't got to get on the conversation. Yeah. We ain't got to get on it. But uh, what else is happening around the league, man? It's a lot – that's happened around the NFL. Um, Was there anything in particular that you saw that you wanted to speak on or?
2: Man, that the NFL finally let the, the number zero people don the number zero like that to me, the number zero is such a, it's so dope. Like just seeing the number zero on a football player offense. I, I like for a, a defensive tackle to wear number zero. I just think, you know, them big old boys, the big old belly with that little zero hanging there. I think it's just dope, man. So the NFL are letting players wear zero.
1: I guess I just don't get why it was a big deal in the first place. I don't, you know what I mean? Like, who cares? But you know what? People people like to argue about everything. You know, I feel like I hope I never really cross over into that space where I'm the old dude yelling at the crowd. Because, yeah. like, remember when they said, like, you know, now players can wear single-digit numbers. And you were like, well, not you, but you have people saying, I don't like defensive players wearing single-digit numbers. on. It's just weird. to Who cares? Like, who cares? Yeah. When I was a kid in Little League, man, whatever number you had, you was playing, you you had it whether you was on defense or offense, or if you did both, <laughs> it didn't matter.
2: <laughs> yeah. I don't know, but I
1: think zero would be dope.
2: Hey, uh, there's some rumors that the uh, Arizona Cardinals who pick number three or four are mm-hmm. in talks with the Tennessee Titans to trade back to number 11 overall. So, those from from everything i'm reading those rumors are heating up uh you know if if the tennessee titans move to number 3 you know they're looking quarterback they have to be looking quarterback cuz you know malik, malik willis is obviously they they let him get some run last year but if you have a chance to get one of these top signal callers in the draft you're going to do it and then you know with the cardinals i mean you you live down there you you probably know what they're talking about but they need help on. They need they need help on both sides of the ball. Like and Kyler, there's rumors that he might not even be able to play this year due to the ACL. So they look like they might be uh, hitting the reset button in some ways. They're gonna <laughs> talking about releasing D Hop. Like why would you release D Hop? That just doesn't make sense to me. Doesn't make sense well, at all.
1: I tell you what, before they get to this football stuff, they need to figure out what's happening with the organization. Did you hear um Oh the, the about yo. <laughs> what
2: happened? Because I well, only so, saw his name, I don't know what
1: happened. Well, so apparently I don't I don't know the, the full story because I I just I'm not right now I'm upset with the Cardinals. I'm gonna be honest with you. Like last season they disappointed me as a season ticket holder, and it, it's just one of those things where it's like, look, y'all, y'all we'll talk about the football in a second what, what I basically, um, when he was suspended or the GM was suspended a few years back or whatever, there was some cheating that happened where, uh, they had a burner phone to communicate, you know, when the GM and the, or the owner is suspended, they can't communicate with the team about football operations at all. So there was something, and I guess this was around the time when Kyler Murray was, was drafted or being drafted, you know, um, so that, then you have some, some allegations of like, you know, cheating and, Just all types of things. Harassment. So it's just a lot of it's just a lot of drama coming out of the Cardinals organization right now. And I guess they thought because they announced yesterday as well, oh, we're going to get new uniforms. I guess they thought that was going to be the news to cover up whatever it was that was going on. But I'm telling you, it's such a toxic environment. And if you thought what was happening with the, the Washington commanders a few years ago or recent, you know, you thought that stuff was drama. Read up on this stuff with the Cardinals, man. It's super ugly. It's super ugly.
2: Ah, oh, that's unfortunate.
1: Hey, well, I don't know. And, and the, the sad part about it is, out here in Arizona, man, the Bidwell family. You know how you know how like Bills fans talk about. Um, really, I mean, I know now the Pagoulas are loved as well, but the Ralph Wilson, like Ralph Wilson and his family, the way they're um, they're just. I don't want to say worship. That might be a wrong word, but the way that they're loved, almost universally when you're in buffalo or detroit the wilson family is loved yeah. that's how the bidwell family is here like they're bidwells are everywhere like they you see the name on billboards and buildings and you go into the stadium and their names are like all of them are in the hall of fame and it's just so so just to papa Ron says revered i don't i don't i feel like in buffalo it's a little bit more than revered and that's why i didn't use that word i feel like in buffalo um we're so passionate about people and we're so passionate about the bills I think Bills fans are a little more fanatic than just reverence. Maybe that's just me. I could be wrong on that, but I feel like we're a little, we take stuff a little bit further. Um, Daryl wants to, he said in the comments, how promising were the Cardinals like three seasons ago? That's wild. And that's the part that bothers me, man. You get, you know, you come out here and I'm sure all Bills fans remember the the D hop, Hale Murray catch, you know, and then they lose every game. They miss the playoffs. Yeah. Um, so disappointed, man and now this it year is. coming up you're not gonna have Kyler Murray he's out for most of the year if not the whole year they're trading DeAndre Hopkins so it's like really you know I'm going to the games to see what James Conner and I love James like James Conner's a good running back he he held me down for fantasy for good part of last year I love James but <laughs> come on man come on man
2: yeah man it's uh it, it that's why the nfl is the is the top dog in entertainment because i mean just like you said you know the cardinals were they were they were on their way a few seasons ago i mean and now they're it's the you know they even got jj J. watt you know captain america jj J. watt right he's retired well,
1: we, we knew he was on his way down when yeah. he signed though like you know, Matt says in the comments there that some people were annoyed when he uh, shared the Cardinals news on Buffalo Rumblings today. And I don't get that. I, you know, I, I feel like Buffalo Rumblings is an outlet for NFL news. Not just I mean, obviously, we we focus on the Buffalo Bills. But I think as a as a fan base, you want to know um, you, you want to know what's happening around the league in ways that it can affect your team. And I think when you're looking at stuff like this. Everybody in the Buffalo that I've talked to, they want DeAndre Hopkins. Guess what? This stuff affects that. This stuff affects that. Papa Ron says, now that you brought it up, Rumlings needs a fantasy league if it doesn't already exist. Guess what? It does. And I've been smacking boys for the last four years. You don't want it, Papa Ron. We're going to do another one, though. Actually, I have a, I have a league that I want to start. It's a dynasty league that involves the, the cap. I want to get people involved in it. So I'm going to put that I, I'll out. Down um, that.
2: I'll be down for that. All right.
1: I'm gonna send you the info, but I'm gonna put that out. I'm gonna te- so, Papa Ryan, you're gonna be one of the first that I that I text, and um and, and see if people want to get on. it. I know Sarah wants to get down in it. We're gonna do. I, I want to try to challenge people in more ways than just saying, "All right, let's jump on Yahoo and see who can draft the best." When you when you include that cap, it's a whole different conversation. Because if you if you know, yeah, you can get Josh and Patrick Mahomes if you draft two quarterbacks first. But guess what? If you do that your cap is eaten up by two players and you got to fill out the whole roster. So it, it just makes you have a little bit more of a of a GM's mind for it. First year I did, out my team was called Brandon's Beans because I had big beans on it. Boy, I was out there. I was willing and dealing, my guy. <laughs> willing and dealing. <laughs> no,
2: i will be game for that, man. i will be game for it. You know, I, fantasy to me, man, has, it's like I'd much rather gamble and bet on the day of the play fantasy to be honest you
1: know i do both last year DraftKings really got me into it i wasn't i wasn't big on on the the gambling uh but when i started writing for DraftKings and doing the, the pre-game rumbling show it basically like it made me really look at the, those things a little bit differently yeah so then then it's like okay if i'm gonna tell people to to make this bet if i'm gonna tell people to do this parlay i'm gonna do the damn thing myself so so yeah it, it um it it, it it definitely makes football a little bit more interesting for me on a weekly basis. I will tell you that.
2: Well, now that you're writing for DraftKings, you know I'm gonna need that bag. You know what I'm saying? Hey, so, so go on and and toss it over. Because I'll tell you what, dog. My look, man. My stuff was so bad on tally site last year. I stopped. Pu- I just stopped putting <laughs> entries in, bro. <laughs> I was like, I, hey, man. My name is at stake here, bro. And I can't be keep taking these l's every week, man.
1: Now, see, I was doing well with DraftKings with the um. Like the the games, like you know, who's gonna win and who loses, and, and the money line. But when it comes to like the parlays, man, I was like, there was games like I remember one Bills game, man. I think it was no, I don't think I know it was against the Patriots, and I had this parlay up, and I hit every sing, I hit every single one except Singletary didn't give me. I think I had him for forty five yards or maybe fifty yards, and he was short by like seven yards, uh, and it's just like dog, oh, like. I think and I think it was like 45 yards. So that's why I, I'm 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 probably chilling the parlays this year. But you know, the betting the betting does make it fun.
2: Hey, you wanna know something crazy though? So I don't know if y'all are, you know, you're a gamer. So yeah. uh I just went and bought a PS3. And you wanna know why I just bought a PS3? A PS3? A PS3. 3 I have a PS5 as you can see it right there.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm like. Why do you have you a P? That's what I'm like, a PS3?
2: I just bought a PS3 and it's in this box right over here. It just came in today because so I could play NCAA football 2014 and NCAA (laughs)
1: basketball 2010. Did I hear it right too that they're about to bring NCAA football back?
2: Yes, it was supposed to come back this summer, but it got pushed back a year so it looks like it's going to come out the following year. So I'm like, okay, I, I, I can't I can't go any longer without college football, so I'm just gonna get the the OG system, the OG PS3, gonna order this game. So, you know, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be getting it in here in a
1: minute. Well, this season coming up, you know, um, we have a uh, Buffalo Rumblings. We do have a channel for Twitch that we um, do want to start doing some. Um, it, it doesn't have to be Madden, you know. So I, I do want to start doing some some more interactive content with fans where we you know i don't care i don't play much i play madden i play um 2k um i'm gonna try to get into the hockey because i want to learn i want to learn to enjoy the sabers like everybody else so i got to get into the hockey i don't do the hockey you know what i mean i don't know about the hockey but i'm gonna get into it so maybe that can yeah maybe that could be a game that we learn together we could jump online and and figure that out but
2: I don't understand hockey at all, and 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 I feel bad because I hear like on the radio, like everybody's talking about this Devin Levi kid, the goalie, and he dons the number twenty seven like Trey White, and I, I'm just hearing. like, I, I what 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 am I supposed to be excited about? Like if you tell me what I'm supposed to be excited about, I'll get excited with you, but I know nothing about hockey, bro. Just I'm just Man, be I don't honest. Know what-
1: I don't know a thing about it. And it's like, they called sides. I'm like, that ain't offsides. You know what I mean? Like, Where the flag at? <laughs> but no, the, I really tried one time too. Like I, for a full season, I, I, would, I went to a couple of the games and I was kicking it with some people. And I, people just don't have the patience with me to really. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to get the game. Because that's how, when I was a kid, that's how I learned other sports. So that's how, really, that's how I learned golf with the Tiger Woods joint back in the day. You know, that's how I learned the rules and all of that. So I'm going to have to um, – Paparazzi says Sabres haven't had a goalie since the Dominator. Maybe, I, I guess. Who's the Dominator? Dominic, Dominic Hassek. I knew that. I know oh, that. Oh, okay. I
2: was like – I know that. The market Dominator? The, the Joe hey, Villas shout guy? out to John
1: Spaz <laughs> Shout out to my dog, John's Fast Check, the market dominator. Call him if you need to dominate the market. He'll get you the deal that you need. I don't know his phone number, so I can't give it to you. I'm sure. <laughs> but, look, we're going to get on out of here, man. You got anything else you want to plug real quick?
2: Uh, I have my uh, my mock draft 2.0 will, will drop uh, midweek yep, next yep. week. So okay. I have some trades in there, you know, the whole, the whole shebang.
1: All right, cool. And then, everybody, make sure y'all check out the rest of the content for this week. We got some good stuff, man. Uh, The Mafia cast is coming up. We got uh, Line the Game with Sarah and and Jerry and um, the Bruce exclusive drops tomorrow and not tomorrow. Yeah, just tomorrow. So, you know, we got some we got some good stuff still happening. Good articles next week on the Code of Conduct. I'm going to have Danielle joining me. Uh, she's the one. So when you see on Twitter and Facebook and all that stuff, all the posts that go out, she's the one that kind of runs that. So we're going to have a good conversation with her. She used to also host the Mafia Mavens pod. So she has some history with, with podcasts. So we're going we gonna to get on that. And uh, hey, Antoine should be back next week, too. I think oh yeah
2: we're gonna get on him wait till he get up in here we're gonna yeah. get him we're gonna get it's been too long we can't let him go without being checked we're gonna have to check him
1: <laughs> I, I just have fun getting him because he'd be like man what is I? <laughs> and I know sometimes I'll be saying outlandish <laughs> stuff that I know ain't true I just like to see him react because he, he mm. it takes a lot to get him to react so when I get him it's like I, got, <laughs> I <got you." laughs> I'll be over here laughing dog we're gonna get him next week we're gonna get him. So, all right. Well, look, ladies and gentlemen, y'all know how I do it over here. For your boy, Sterl's the girl, It's your boy, Jay Spence the king. And y'all love each other. Take care of each other and live in peace. And as always, stay positive, test negative, go Bills. Go Bills.